0: Good Friday morning to you, family. This is Chris. You're listening to Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. I hope this message finds you doing well. Today, we're talking about faith, we're talking about trust, and we're talking about believing and what it all means for our everyday life. I hope you'll join us. Today's scripture is found in Mark 5, 35 through 36. It says, while Jesus was still speaking, some people came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is dead, they said. Why bother the teacher anymore? Overhearing what they said, Jesus told him, don't be afraid, just believe. And that's what we're going to focus on today. Don't be afraid, just believe. In order to really understand these verses you have to figure you have to talk about or figure out uh, what's going on in the scripture and there's a lot going on but we're just going to hit the highlights if you ever have time uh, and a chance or opportunity go back and read Mark chapter 5. But we have Jairus here, who is a synagogue leader. He has come to Jesus in a previous verse, I want to say it's 21, and basically falls at Jesus' feet and asks him to please come home with him and heal his daughter because she's dying. And Jesus is really trying to get to this man's home. Yet before he can get, through, get to Jairus' home, there's uh, this woman that has an issue of blood. Or, in the scripture, it says, there's this woman who uh, is in the crowd who has been bleeding for twelve years. And she's heard about Jesus, and she touches his clothes because she just thought that if she touched them, she would be healed. Immediately she was healed, and Jesus stops in the crowd, asking who touched his clothes, because he felt his power leave from him. And disciples, the disciples are with him and they're like, how you going to really ask who touched your clothes when you see all these people around you? That's not what it says literally, but I imagine that's how it would go. Because, I mean, if you're in a crowd, you've ever had the experience of being in a crowd with people around you, even if you're not Jesus, it would be kind of hard or difficult to really say who touched me when you have all these people around you. I digress. Yet Jesus keeps looking and the woman identifies her. And Jesus says to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. It is while Jesus is talking to her that we get the verse that I read of 35 and 36, where people are saying, hey, why bother the teacher anymore? Your daughter dead. That's what they say. And yet we find Jesus saying, don't be afraid, just believe. When it comes to healing in the context of the scriptures that we've read, not just today, but if we ever had real time to just look at examples of how Jesus has healed people, most of the time when you read commentaries or, you know, explanations of what's happened, Jesus actively takes a part in healing people. In the And when I say actively taking a part, I mean physically doing something, like in the context of when he healed lepers, he touched them or earlier in Mark 5, when it was the man that had the legion of demons, he spoke. I mean, so I mean, I guess if you're looking at the commentary from that aspect, you can say he physically did something where in the context of this woman, the woman believed that she If she touched Jesus, she would be healed. There is no notation in any of the scripture, you know, before we even get to hearing, you know, her story. We don't even know what her name was, how she had this thought, how she knew any of this. But she believed that if she touched the hem of of Jesus' garments or touched his robes, she would be healed. And the point in that is belief means persuaded to be true. So, when we're looking at Jairus and what Jesus is saying to Jairus, Jesus is saying to Jairus, don't be afraid, only believe. Believe what? Believe that it is still possible for his daughter to be healed and live. Conversely, in scriptures, when you have Jesus that returns to his hometown of Nazareth, we find that their unbelief keeps Jesus from doing miracles. Which could suggest, and that's part of our discussion today about faith and believing and the concept of trust. Because you can believe but take no action. Faith is an external action based on internal belief. Possibly why they say faith is the evidence. Wait, no, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Noah believed God's warning about a flood and built a boat. He believed something and there was an external action that went with that belief. Abraham believed in his inheritance and went out to find it, even though he didn't know where he was going. He didn't stand and wait for it to come to him. He knew it was out there. God had told him. Sarah believed God was faithful and received the ability to conceive Far beyond her physical years, much like this woman that has the issue of blood, believed that if she just touched Jesus' robes, if she just got to him, touched the hem of his garment, as the song says, she would be healed. What does this mean for our life? The scripture tells us do not be afraid, only believe. There is also a translation that reads don't be afraid, just have faith. We have learned that it is possible to believe and take no action, yet we have examples in scriptures of people who believed and took action. We are all familiar with living by faith, walking in faith, yet I'd also suggest that we overlook the role that trust plays in faith. Romans 12.3 says God has allotted each a measure of faith, which means even if we don't feel like we have any faith, we do. And it needs to be growing. Faith is trusting and believing in something that we can't see. Seeing it as a reality that will come toward us. It's not always logical, but rest in trusting Abba's unchanging nature toward us. And I bring that up because in everyday life sometimes, you know, The natural mind, with its reliance on logic, reason, and rationale, can't understand the language of trust or the walk of faith because it needs to make sense of everything. Yet we know that there are things that happen in our life that defy logic, rationale, and our understanding. In March Chapter five, we see Jesus healing the man with demons, the woman with the issue of blood. And at the end of this chapter, we learn that Jesus heals the little girl. He literally goes to her and says, little girl, I tell you, get up. The girl stood up and walked around. What's my point? We are constantly encouraged in spirit, in the scripture and in our lives to choose faith over fear. Most of us spend our lives running away from the things we are afraid of. We forfeit our dreams on the altar of fear. What are you believing about your dreams, about your hopes, aspirations, personal relationships, finances, health? What is the role of faith? Are you choosing faith or are you choosing fear? Today in this moment in space and time, I want you to think about what you're believing. Think about your measure of faith. What would your life look like if you could believe and pursue dreams, opportunities, and passions that you have? What would it look like if you examine how your faith is or isn't manifesting in your life today? I'm not judging or criticizing you. I encourage you to believe, have faith and trust. That's all I have for today. I hope what I said today encourages your spirit, gives you things to think about, food for your mind, spirit, and soul. I thank you so much for tuning in. Y'all have a great week. Talk to you next time.